This is the word to go, y'all. Hey, everyone. This is Mickey James. And SoCal Val. And Lisa Marie Barron. And you're listening to Grown Ass Women Podcast. That's right, Godcast. If you love our weekly YouTube show, you're going to love our audio version. So grab a cocktail, slip into something more comfortable, and get ready to dish with us totally unfiltered. So get ready for the Godcast in three, two, one. And I just wish I could do more because I'm I'm basically their voice because you don't hear or see them any of them. I try to I try to push for, you know, the glamour girls and the jumping bomb angels yeah. and try to push for Wendy more. You know, if it wasn't for Wendy, I think it was WrestleMania one guys. I mean, she basically set the standard. I mean she she was as popular as, as Hogan. This is the word to go, yo. Well, well, welcome everybody to a new edition of Grown Ass Women TV. Oh, yes, I'm so glad you guys asked. That is a hashtag. It's hashtag God TV. Your ladies are here Lisa Marie Barron, Mickey James, myself, SoCal Val. We are here for a new episode, and I hope that you guys are doing us a favor by liking this episode. Give us a like if you like it. Yes, please subscribe to this channel. That's very important. And of course, Ring that bell. Lisa's got the biggest bell in the world. And Mickey's got a big one, too. Listen, we're not about size differences here, but I will tell you these girls are ready. So make sure you click that bell also because it enables notifications to get you guys notified for new episodes of the show. Lisa, I know we're so excited for this guest. Please tell us who we're talking to today on God TV. How exciting. Um, I'm so excited. Um, I, uh, she always, we talk once a week all the time and she's like my menopause uh sister <laughs> she'll probably kill me for mentioning this icon. but uh she is like one of our icon our idols and who we studied growing up and i'm not saying she's not that much older than than i am to you guys but um medusa baby monster truck, monster truck queen that's right. Let's bring her in. Ladies and gentlemen, Medusa is here. Raise your glass to the legend that is Medusa, our good friend. Welcome to Grown Ass Women TV. Mwah. Cheers. Cheers. Um, I don't know what y'all got in your glasses, but mine's water. It's like a hundred down here in Florida. And um it's are you muggy doing keto? And... Are you doing keto too? No, no keto. I thought you said, Am I doing Kegels? Yeah, <laughs> I certainly I am right now. That was my, that was yeah. my next question. <laughs> yeah. Oh my well, God. We're you. so happy to finally have you on the show, Deuce. Like we've been, I know we've been asking and, and hounding you and hounding you. I'm so thankful that you oh, can make time for us. Thank you. Yeah. Look at how many different schedules and time zones we have here though. So yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. We finally, you know, made it happen and come to fruition. So thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Thank you. Your um, set is so professional my right set there. And I loved blurry. your title. Uh, well, and I loved your title, The Woman Who Would Be King, after your book. It um, is. Hold on yeah. And you already answered half of the opening question. You know, we start the show <laughs> every time. I did? With, yeah. We, uh, we ask who you wear and what you're drinking. And you said you were drinking water. Me and too. I'm wearing, I was going to come in naked because it said you can yes. come in and do it. You know, we whatever, don't judge, but- bro. You, you all the <laughs> ratings get those likes what an honor awesome calm came in topless um she did no she didn't she did. she did oh my god she did 
No, she didn't. Oh my well, God, that's well, pretty we cool. We made the mistake of saying to her, we said, hey, wear whatever you sleep in, whatever you feel comfortable. And she came real comfortable and it was so hilarious. And she's like, oh, I was confused. And we were like, oh dear God, it was so funny. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. I'm thinking no one wants to see my saggy 60 year old titty ass. No, <laughs> you better it's quit. like, it, oh no, girls, wait. Now, uh, Mickey, you and I were talking or the other day and like you're young and like i i mean the realization is this i i could have birthed you it could be my daughter <laughs> yes and veil you probably could be gr our granddaughter or something i, I don't know what the, <laughs> the yeah. no way no way no me too me too you guys lisa you're only 50 shit i'm 52 i'm 52 but we you and i are on the phone all the time talking about menopause I, so, oh, that's a real thing. You guys haven't started that yet, have you? You two? No, no, I don't think so, so. So, Medusa, can I tell you that living in the UK, which I'm, I'm here now. I was in America yes. for a couple of weeks. Now I'm back home in, in the UK. I, I don't know why I find this so funny, and maybe if people are watching from the UK, I, I don't want to offend, but they call it the menopause here. Do you know that? The, the like it's a they, thing. They it's call like it it's tangible. Menopause. It's so <laughs> weird the menopause i'm like that makes it sound so ominous and weird i don't know why they yes yeah well it sounds like it's tangible like you can just grab it and whip it away or something it's, but no i wish it was that easy. It. <laughs> so the funny things is kind of like um well you get this little pillow on your belly which is weird and because i've always had a nice flat stomach but i mean i've had two tubal pregnancies and then i was pregnant with twins so i've been cut open like three times in different pregnancies right so i Everybody is mild. But yeah, so we after a while, after you've been cut open so many times, I mean, who's a mommy here? Mickey, you're a mommy? You know. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you've had natural birth, but even so. No, I had an emergency C-section. But I also you didn't did? know about your tubal pregnancies. I had uh, no idea. Oh. I didn't know that about I'm you, so Mickey. sorry. Oh, yeah, I had no oh. about that. I had no idea about that. But I also Part had an life. emergency C-section. So that you is. Did. Yeah. I tried to have it him naturally. I just wouldn't. My body said no. You're tiny, though. You're tiny, and well, that's yeah, got to be hard no. for little tiny girls. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that I mean, after having something like that, even being cut open once, your whole body and muscle there is just like you do everything you can to keep it flat. And that to have it sense. done, like, four times, and you're like, oh, my God. So, anyway, menopause hits. You go through all that stuff, and you try to find things that work. I'm, I want to be natural as possible. I don't want to do the drugs or the pills. And, you know, I just, I'm just not about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to speak again. Like it's, it's you know, it's, it's a weird thing, but like for me, I had my appendix taking it out. We're talking about, like, you know, this is, the, this is what we talk about in the show. We're all very open. I had <laughs> my appendix taken out. I had a lot of issues with like my, you know, lady regions, whatever, and, mm -hmm. and pain and whatever. And to, to get to the bottom of it, I, I did everything I could with the NHS but if I wanted to keep exploring it because they couldn't figure out what was wrong, I have to go private. And to go yeah. private is very pricey. Yeah. Oh, so my heads, God. You know? yeah. oh, my God. Oh, my God. So one half of the other, really. Right, so, right. That's why, you know what? That's why all the Canadians come down here for a lot of their private stuff, too, because they can right. get in right away. There you go. Ah. I'm here to get their boobs done. That, too. Yeah. 
Well, then all the Americans are leaving here and they're going to Mexico to get their tits done. I don't know. And I'll tell you, in the UK, in the <laughs> yeah. UK I'm, not, I'm not being funny. In the UK, everyone goes to Turkey for like hair transplants and everyone goes to Poland for like, you know, threading and like, yeah. So there's all kinds of different ways to get things done. Wink, wink, that are cheaper. Yes. Done yeah, yes. in the UK. Yeah. So I'll be heading to Turkey and Poland to be, and you, you guys. Oh, even, what are you getting done? No. You guys won't even recognize me. I'll be so. So smelt. my lips will be out to here. I'll be gorgeous. <laughs> have, all of us have our own special type of, you know, friendship. Um, Vale, I worked with you um, on a few things with Mike Weber. And yeah. I mean, uh, amazing connection. Mickey, I just got to know you really. Um, I've watched your work in WWE and phenomenal worker, by the way. And, um, and with NWA and Lisa um you're a hot topic um i said hot topic not hot mess i said hot topic. <laughs> thank you thank you thank yes you. I, what a phenomenal and in, in your era too i mean to be sitting here with all three of you that are amazing amazing talent and look at these generations it's just i mean it's I just mind-boggling it's just so good and we never got to work with any of you right i mean right Val, you got to wrestle right you did she I did really, I, mean, I did a couple like mixed tags here and there, you know, I bruised like a peach. It's not a good situation. <laughs> I never wanted to wrestle. I was more of the manager. And if it made sense to do a wrestling match, I would do it, but I didn't ever want to be a wrestler. I didn't want to go after a belt. And then eventually I kind of figured out like, listen, I, I'm more of a presenter host type of person. Yeah. Wrestling mm. is not for me. No, God. No. no. Okay. I think um, it's Lisa beautiful. I, I do think it's beautiful, though, um, Medusa. It's weird, like not calling you Deborah, but um, Medusa. <laughs> I've been called um, a few things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to call a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's men. That's, that's yeah, probably minimal. very low key, right? That's PG. Yes. But, um, yes. Like we, we, like every generation, though. Like you're in wrestling, you're still a family. When you guys first saw the movie, The Wrestler, what was your first take on that? When I first saw the movie way back when I told myself and I turned to my husband, I said, there's no effing way I'm ever doing that. It was just, it scared me to death. Like when I saw that movie and you saw the old school tables and the old men and lady, what ladies, whatever around the table with the catheter bags and we're signing, we're just waiting for a few bucks. I was like, oh my God, I so don't want to do that. So when I left wrestling in 2001, um, well, 99, I went into monster trucks and then for, um, just retired like 20 years later, um, in 2020. And so I just, I couldn't, I said, I'll never, I'll never ever do that. And I just never looked back on wrestling and I never even watched a show from 2001 and up until I was inducted into the hall of fame. Wow. Wow. I just, that movie, that movie scared the piss pretty... out of me. It, it, it was scary, and I think Mickey and Lisa about, about the wrestler. I've always wanted to hear your thoughts, so please, Mickey and Lisa, go ahead. Um, I was going to say that it was kind of scary because I came up the independence, and I did know, too. Even going through the signings and stuff, now you do see some people that are very similar to Randy the Ram and that thing, and it's so sad. It's mm. it's so so sad because obviously the veterans, like a lot of that, it wasn't the same money. And obviously no wrestler ever, we tell them to save their money, but it's the first time a lot of them have had money. So they, what do we do with it? We spend it. Um, 
-hmm. But yeah, you, you see a lot of that where it was like, oh my God, I remember seeing it on the independence when I was trying to make it, seeing it yes. there and going like, gosh, I don't want to be, that's so sad that they that, still that have That movie to... came out, Nikki? That movie came out when you were still in the indies? No, I just remember, uh, no, I said I remember seeing oh. that whole kind of scene while okay, I was gotcha. on the independence. Okay, okay. Then and going like, oh God, like that's wild to me. I thought that, the, you know, these were big stars, the stars that I watched and stuff. So it was pretty... um but because I, I I think I was in wrestling and, and saw it that way, I was like, oh, this is very aware of what the other side of the mountain could look like if you weren't right smart. Well, I'm or, telling you. Yeah. It's crazy. Even, yeah. And boy, yeah. can you I know, say fast. something though? Yeah. We were just talking about like you doing like a double transition. And since we didn't do, I'm wearing my Kelly Bell band t-shirt out oh. of Baltimore for my buddy Kelly Bell. But look what I got. You, oh, honey, oh the monster Lookie. truck. So Didn't I give Medusa it? gave this to me. Well, she gave it to Donovan. I was going to say, say, I gave it to Donovan. Yes. She didn't give it to me. She gave it to Donovan. <laughs> I just went into his room and pulled it out with all the monster trucks. It lives with all the monster trucks because he's got a whole, like, you know, how boys do. Um, because a friend came over. Remember I called you? And I was like, oh, my God. His buddy came over and ripped it open because I'd had it in because she had signed oh. the case and the whole thing. Ripped yeah. it open. and But he plays with it. He does play with it. That's fine. You suppose That's fine. So, I did go to your, uh, so go to your cool. monster truck show in, in Chicago. Do you remember that, Medusa? When, Lisa um, did. Let me tell I yeah. was in Chicago. And that did was you our first time meeting each other. Was it really? Yes, it was. How did I even, how did I, I somehow... think I DM'd, yeah, DM'd or Twittered. I'm like, oh my God, Medusa's coming down doing your monster truck in Chicago. And you invited me and got me tickets and you let me get in the truck and mm -hmm. um, you gave me a hat, which is in my storage. Actually, I wanted to wear it. It's my ah. freaking storage. And, oh, um, half myself yeah. some plastic storage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's where I did. It was, and it was freaking cold. It was in the winter. Wasn't Awful. it? Yeah, yeah. I was. We were. Awful. We were actually jumping monster trucks in a uh, a hockey arena, the small one of those right. small yeah. places. It was stupid yeah. crazy. Yeah, um, and you actually, can see the, you can see the picture right here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh my okay. gosh, that is so great. I love those. And um, what else? Who else came out? Do you know that Phil came out too? Phil CM Burton, Punk. Also CM known as CM Punk. Yeah, CM Punk. <laughs> Phil, I'm like Phil, oh, you know, he, Phil. He, he loves to be called Phil. I, I've, yeah, he loves that so much. <laughs> he Phil. loves to be called Phil. He's, he's, he's very amiable and he's very, yeah, he loves that. Yeah. I can't wait until the CAC, Mickey, and I get to call him Phil. <laughs> Please <laughs> do. And Mr. Philbert. Phil. His name is Go Phil. Ahead. Your name is Phil. Is he going to be You're there good. as well? Medusa, is he going to be he, there? As he confirmed he said he was, but anything Wonderful. can happen with Mr. Phil. I He's can't lovely, wait. but God bless. Just just embrace the name Phil. Listen, I know. Whatever. You're cool. Uh, Listen, it, it's, it's all good. Eat your sugar it is a very unassuming name. You probably he it probably was. had to fight that whole name his whole life. No wonder he's got such a big chip on his shoulder. I know that he's guy. Got a little I tell Pringle you. on his Damn shoulder. Damn it, parents. A little bite. Me, Phil. Stop. Stop. He's, got a chip. he's got a <laughs> Pringle chip. That's pretty good. 
Yeah. I don't I, know. I think I think he's salty. He's got a salt vinegar Pringle chip. He's got just That's my it. favorite. You know what I always said when like so I always ate um not always cuz I, I a potato chip never touched these lips like through wrestling. Nothing. I ugh. And so I remember when I was like, oh, I was getting done with wrestling. I started having a potato chip and I was like, oh, this is so good. Man. But but salt and vinegar was my favorite. So that's my favorite. Because I couldn't eat, because I couldn't eat the potato chips, whatever. I take the potato chip and I'd stick it in my mouth and suck all this shit off, and then I'd throw the potato chip away. And Whoa, I would say, what? what? Because it was the vinegar, and I'd say, like, what? I don't have to douche later. They, they, they do yeah. say, it. oh my god, you know, host announcer. They do say that like the salt and vinegar <laughs> chips are good for your throat to get bring your voice back. I'm not sure if that's true. I will say that. Um, that is true. Is it? That is true. I think it was Dolly Parton who eats Lay's potato chips maybe uh, before she goes out on plain regular Lay's potato chips. And because Mm. she does that, not because I love snacking and I'm a big chip eater. Me too. And popcorn. And yes, I love snacks. I I could snack all day long. I could have a snack for dinner. I love snacks. But yes. now I have potato chips before I perform because Dolly does it. And and be, she's be a, Dolly. a genius. Because it's Dolly. Seems, well, and she oh. seems to have an idea of what she's doing. She's got something going right there. So yeah. she said yes. it was okay. So I think it's a winner. You got yeah. into a monster truck. Did Mike Weber introduce you to this? Yes. Is so it's in my book. So none of you have read the book. You're going to have to read the book. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. So the story goes... Um, Michael was, uh, Maybe it's short, was- so we say we have to read the book. <laughs> oh, I will. Yeah, it's Jesus. in the book. Okay. Jesus. I'm done. It's in the book next. No, just kidding. So <laughs> Michael was working for WCW and he left because of all the bullshit and I was there. And then it was about, I don't know, 99. I get a call early 99 and he's like, Hey Deuce, what are you doing? I'm like, Weber, what the fuck? You know, what are you doing? He goes, well, I was just wondering, I'm working for this new company and you're, you know, you're a freaking gearhead. You ride your bikes and four wheelers and you got Harleys. And I'm like, yeah. I go, well, what's up? He goes, well, I work for this company called Monster Jam and we, we need women. We need little girls in the audience. We need, we need women. And I'm like, well, you want me to sit in the audience? What do you, is this planting things? What are you doing? What are you thinking? He goes, no, would you be interested in driving one? I'm like, are you what the hell i haven't even seen one i've never i've never been to a show i'm like okay (laughs) just like that i'm like okay i don't know he goes so they flew me out and i test drove for two days and i was hired on the spot i was it was like the perfect marriage are you tired a lot frustrated that no matter what you do you can't seem to keep your energy levels up during the day The problem may be how you're sleeping. There's a difference between how long you sleep for and the quality of the sleep that you're getting. If you want to increase your energy, performance, alertness, and productivity, stop reaching for the energy drinks and focus on quality REM sleep with Recovery PM. Poor quality sleep is directly linked to health problems like obesity, low testosterone levels, and high blood pressure. Worst of all, the World Health Organization has even recognized sleep deprivation as a carcinogen, meaning not getting adequate sleep can increase the risk of cancer. 
Did you know that 37% of people between 20 and 39 years old reported having difficulty sleeping, but only 4% of them have actually tried a sleep aid? And most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. Recovery PM is a blend of nine proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers, including melatonin, 5-HTP, GABA, and L-tryptophan. That's the stuff in Turkey that makes you, you know, turkey tired. So you know that you're going to experience deep sleep and wake up refreshed and ready to attack the day. If you're finding yourself hitting that midday slump and using energy drinks to perk up during the day, you're only making things worse in the long run. Upgrade to Recovery PM and you'll be amazed at how good you feel. Recovery PM is available now from LegacySups.com. And if you use code GAW, that's right, capital G, capital A, capital W, you'll get an additional 10% off your entire order. Don't sleep on your health. When I became a mom at 35, a lot of people assumed that my best days were behind me, but not me. I'm Mickey James, a nine-time women's wrestling champion, an award-winning country music recording artist, entrepreneur, philanthropist, executive producer, and above all, a wife and a very proud mother. And I'm so excited to share with you our new line of nutritional supplements designed for strong, active women from LegacySubs.com, Her Legacy. Now, you may have heard our ads on other podcasts for our best-selling testosterone booster, Test X9, or our amazing sleep aid, Recovery PM. And now, I'm so excited to launch a line of products by women, for women, to help women be their absolute best physically and mentally so they can crush it in everything that they do. All of our products are made right here in the USA in an FDA-approved facility and are personally used and approved by myself and my husband, world champion and published fitness author, Nick Aldis. So whether you're a guy looking to add inches to your arms and lose them off your waist, or a woman who wants to look, feel, and perform at her absolute best, I really hope you try our products at LegacySubs.com. Use code GAW, G-A-W, for 10% off your entire order, and we ship worldwide. Set your goals, push your limits, leave your legacy at LegacySubs.com. So yeah, it was Mike Weber, and God, that man, what an amazing man. He's he's done so much for so many people, and he's been, he's just, he always has these little nuggets to, you know, to encourage people or to do things or to include them things he has this circle value he's been good to you oh I my mean, gosh I, I, I was getting to it because th this man has you know i was in impact for a long time and if it weren't for him i think i would have either left or been fired mm -hmm. whatever and he really like tr entrusted me with like, very important things and let me do my own thing let me be a host he spoke I well would, of you. i would i would be nowhere if it wasn't for mike weber we love him we call him Mike meber as a joke we love him so Mike much. Weber white member and he is so knowledgeable and so <laughs> lovely in terms of creative is kind of going like Val you know do your thing he would give me things to be do your thing let me have creative control he was lovely he's I just yeah. today actually I love him so much he is probably one of if not the most influential person in my career that has really yeah. helped me grow as a performer as a host and again gave me jobs to do but also let me do it in my own way and let mm -hmm. me grow. It was, yeah. He, he let was, you be your own personality. He and really he's been did. there. He's yeah. been there. We've been there for each other, um, you know, through those transitions, um, through the pinnacles of our careers and stuff. So um, he was um, one of the main people in my life that I 
I thanked thoroughly in my book. He was yeah. uh, a big same for me. I feel like, you know, he he's probably again probably the most influential person as far as mm-hmm. who helped me grow, who helped me kept, you know, continue on with you know the wrestling thing was in impact wrestling. I was a ring girl, then I was the valet, but I knew I wanted to do more. I wanted to do presenting and hosting and he let me do that and let me be who I wanted to be. So Cheers to Mike Weber, by the way. Cheers. Oh, here you Cheers. go, Mikey, Mike. Mike Weber. We love you so much. Oh, I like your glass, Lise. Well, hey. Oh, little Widow yeah. Peak glass. Yeah, yeah. A, a fan made this for me, Kendall Dunn. Yeah, it had that little Black Widow thing here, but it fell off. I love it. You should go get those little stickers of the Black Widows, put them on cups like that, and then you can sell them for six packs. There you go. Oh. You know, tell them you'll have hustling, hustling, hustling. <laughs> yeah. I, I am. Were you looking to transition when you fell into, cause you kind of, I guess you kind of fell into in the sense uh, with Mike or whatever, were you looking for a transition then or. That's a um, great question, Mickey. And, and so to be honest with you with wrestling and monster trucks, I fell in them both. I, right. the, you know, nowadays it is a, with wrestling it's something where little girls are able to watch on TV pretty frequently and, and it's out there exposed on tons of different channels and networks and, you know, internets. And so it gives a great platform for little girls and, you know, little boys or whatever to grow up and say, Hey, that's what I want to be. When I was younger, there was nothing for them to look at. So it was actually around the attitude era where it gave that platform for those younger girls to grow up to be what they wanted to be, like yeah, you know, Phil's wife. That's and what AJ. I watched. Yeah, the see, and maybe era. yourself. And so yeah. the Attitude Era, you know, as much as I say that, hey, WWE never, you know, they forget everything from the Attitude Era prior because they don't promote shit before that. Um, right. And it's no dig on the Attitude Era. It's just that's the way it is. Attitude Era was, it was the cornerstone of what exactly was ready to take place. It was boomed. It was, it exploded. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. So back to your question is the transition is when I got into wrestling, I was putting myself through school to be a nurse. So I was mending bones, went to breaking them. And I, and somebody approached me, it's in my book. Um, (laughs) And um, (laughs) And so I'm like, wrestling, how are you freaking crazy? And cause say I'm from Minneapolis, I'm from Minnesota. There's something in the water out there. I don't know what, but Vern was just down the street from us. And so, and I knew you'd, you'd see Vern's TV, you know, and whatnot on the, on the old black and white TV with the bunny ears and crap. So, I mean, I saw and the guy spitting, screaming on TV and I'm like, oh God, who the hell would do that? And yeah. so then, you know, one day some guy approached me and said, you'd be great in the entertainment business. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what a weirdo. No. And then he said pro wrestling. I'm like, oh, my God. And then they kept bugging me. And it's in my book. And then finally, I just fell into it. And then <laughs> fast forward to your question in the transition. I wasn't I was done with wrestling. I was pretty uh, I was good to wrestling. Wrestling wasn't good to me. And it was. You know, for the era of um, prior to the attitude era, women worked their ass off to try to get anything they could as far as, you know, the recognition to have their name on the marquee or, you know, to even have it mentioned or we were a lot of times and more, you know, so to have that even happen, um, it was pretty, I don't know. 
anyway, so yeah. the transitions were, um, it just fell into it. So when I was done with wrestling, I was thinking, you know, I'm just going to go back into nursing. You know, I, I loved what I did. I was done with wrestling. I was, you know, I was like, gave it all. I gave it my all. I, you know, I changed the trajectory a few times, hit the pinnacle a few times, which is rare. And so, and I have a lot of good friends. Now, Mickey, you've been singing for a while. And I'm going to tell you that, you know, it was Mike that called me and said, hey, can you give this girl a, a chance? Can you pull some strings and have her sing the national anthem at a monster truck show? And he, and I said, who is it? Is she a singer? Do I know her? And well, she's a wrestler too. And I'm, and then he told me and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar, but I didn't know she sang. And he right. just said, I'm just, I'm really, she's really, this was before, like, you were just starting and you're like, I really want to help her get her foot out there and do stuff. And I thought that was so nice. So I needed to share that. That was with you. very Michael. nice. Michael I was... believe that was when I first came to impact to TNA at the time, my first time. And they let me do hardcore country. My album was coming out the with uh, the, somebody's going to pay when I'd gotten yeah, signed maybe yeah. music Nashville and they let me do, and they were actually really, because, you know, Dixie used to work with Tanya Tucker Oh, a lot. So oh, then yeah. so she had a lot of, uh, you know, stuff within the music industry. So they were trying, like, I have to say they really did try to help. Like they gave, helped me the most with my music, as far as like allowing me to have the freedom to do the concerts. And I would do after concerts, like after the shows, Lisa, you remember, do you yeah. remember when, uh, Brooke broke my rib or, or like <laughs> fractured my rib and I had to go sing at the wild wings or wherever it was in what? Georgia? afterwards and i couldn't breathe and i was sucking wind oh my, oh my god. god i, I remember <laughs> breathing I remember. through the nose oh. Lisa, do you oh remember that god yeah I, I, I vaguely i remember her rib getting uh hurt but i don't remember after that i'll be honest with you I no because you guys went to the next town and i had to stay and sing oh, oh shit god. okay yes. okay well, you know what though <laughs> medusa what i want to say is because you kind of touched on it earlier and it's so funny because we were talking about today on Busted Open, we did the top 10 most influential like women's matches uh, or historic women's matches, which was really, really hard to do because there's been, especially you in the can't. last, yeah. in the yeah, last right? five years, 10 years, there's been even more, like been more monumental stuff. So I really yeah. took mine on like this journey of me as a wrestling fan. And then, um, where I don't even know if I have my list still up here, me as a wrestling fan, and then coming on to the wrestling scene, like how that kind of changed in your match. I believe it was SummerSlam with Bull. It was um, one of my best ones with her, though. Yeah. In yeah, Tokyo, it was too. on my list. I don't remember what number it was, but it was on my list because at that time, the women's championship, women's wrestling hadn't been showcased since like Sherry was champion when they dissolved mm -hmm. the women's championship. Yeah. So it was like the really the first time we were seeing like women's wrestling presented. Yeah. And it's so fresh, like in fresh eyes. What was that? 90, 94? Yeah, it was in 94, 94. Is that when you tore ACL? Did you? That's when you tore your ACL in that match? No, I tore my ACL oh. when I wrestled Wendy Richter in AWA. Oh. Yeah. But yeah. it's just crazy because, like you said, it's like after the Attitude Era, and then there was, I saw, like, people going like, oh, you forgot. I didn't mention any of these other matches that just happened, like, last year. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, yeah but these There's were so me many. 
there's so, so many ones. And obviously there's like, if you had a list of 20 or 50, then maybe it'd be a lot, be a lot easier, but um, you're right. That whole era goes uh, under the radar, right? Because it wasn't celebrated the way it was. And well, we so, didn't have the TV either, to be fair. There wasn't, right. I don't mean just me as an individual or the women as no, all of them, but Luna, just, all of them, everybody, yeah, men in. I can't say men, but they did get TV, but we just didn't have the TV. It, right. I mean, and it was like, and others, right? Like, oh, and mm-hmm. the ladies match. So to have yeah. your name <laughs> it per se up on the thing, it was like, oh, and we have a ladies match, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I hope, you know, because now you're doing the, the treasures show. I saw you're doing that. Um, and you I have did your do book that. out and how yeah. That? How was that? You have your book out, <laughs> you have a podcast podcasts now and i think that there's been this whole resurgence of people are going back and watching a lot of stuff and becoming more familiar but even like beth phoenix will go like you were so influential in her career and you were the reason why she wanted to be a wrestler you know yeah, so she I hope did i got a little sand and really know like how many people you influenced you oh, know myself well, included, you, you influenced in the business and so you know it never goes under our radar i just hope you i know. i know that and i appreciate it thank you and i i mean the other women do too and i just wish i could do more because i'm i'm basically their voice because you don't mm-hmm. hear or see them any of them i try to i try to push for you know the glamour girls and the jumping bomb angels yeah. and try to push for wendy more you know if it wasn't for Wendy, I think it was WrestleMania one guys. I mean, she basically set the standard. I mean, she, she was as popular as, as Hogan guys. If he, he I, mean, was. I, I, I mean, she was that, as popular as Hogan, if not more, she got paid peanuts. She had commercials. She had, um, cartoon cartoons. She had, she had it all. And the original just... screw job. That's a good point with the spider lady. And when you talk about would there have been a WrestleMania one without, without that match with Cindy Lauper and all those eyes, what it did the highest Nielsen rating. We were just talking about that earlier and people yep. totally forget that or totally forget about the original when Moolah dressed up as spider lady and, and beat Wendy again. And then you didn't I'm sorry. I don't believe Wendy. Wendy though. There's no way that you can, I mean, Lisa, you guys come on. There's no way going out there that she did not know that was Mula from wrestling Mula all those years that, that I told Wait. her, Wendy, I said, you can just, you can blow that out your fucking ass. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, I, I mean, you can keep milking that as much as you want, but I'm sorry. If, if, if I wrestled bull Nakano, let's put it this way. If I wrestled bull Nakano all that time, like she did Mula and then bull Nakano came out in a black thing. Yeah. I'm going to be like, bitch, take that off. I know. Yeah, right. So oh, I, I don't believe that at all, but <laughs> it was so an funny. angle. It was yeah. an angle. That's my feeling. Those are just okay. my opinions. I'm not saying that's what, what it was yeah, yeah, or what yeah, she yeah. believes. Yeah. Let's correct that before the clickbait bitches get out there. But anyway. Yeah. But the whole MTV thing and uh, all, all that stuff, that all was came out of that with her and Cindy Lauper. And it's just like, and then, you know, Hulk Hogan kind of took off, but then you didn't really hear about that anymore. Like it but was then kinda... we didn't. Did we have a WrestleMania? Was there women in WrestleMania? Let's see, two and three, but nothing in four, five, or six. I mean, they kind of oh. died out, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know which ones it was, but there wasn't any. But Medusa, do you have any any thoughts about Cindy Lauper in the Hall of Fame? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Because for me, like you know, obviously she's she's a music icon. She's 
Also, well, she was part of WrestleMania. Why, why, why wouldn't she be in there? Why, right? Why, why wouldn't she? But it could be her call. I'm for it. Yeah, it could be her call. It could be her call. And a lot of the things that. again, we don't, we don't. I think it is, but I am. We don't know what goes on the other side, and so it's right. kind of like Miss Elizabeth. Her family will never let her, not oh let her, gosh. but they just they won't. Um, I do want to go to um real quick here. Um, we were talking about Mickey. You brought something up about the transitions and stuff, and what people had in the past and today. I want to ask all of your honest opinion. Um, y'all are familiar with NFL, right? Yes. Okay, so we have football. And um, football is treated really well. They have mm-hmm. a thing called the Players Association. Oh, a Players right. Association, yeah. which is a, is an amazing, amazing organization, which takes care of their players. Um, it's um, it's really good. It's like a Teamsters thing, right? Yeah. Like a union. Um, however, um, even if a player has been in there for like three years and they retire or whatever, I mean, that person gets a regular paycheck every quarter, if it's five or $8,000 until they're gone. Um, yeah. I mean, that little bit there could help with um, paying bills, medicals. And, ah, you know, when yeah. I see some of our Definitely. older wrestlers that we were talking about, I mean, we could have something like this and it sure in the hell would keep them out from, you and know, we doing should. all these yeah. signings every weekend. So my, what I wanted to ask you guys is that why don't we? So, why don't we have something like that in wrestling? It, it, why don't we? I think we, the, we, the boys and the girls that were our biggest, were our biggest hurdle because I mean, was it Jesse Ventura who tried to do something? Like he a, did. And guess who stopped thing? him? Guess who turned him in? Hogan. I thought, yes, no, yes. Yeah. Am I right? I've done, yes. my, I've done a little bit of research and it was just <laughs> like, done a little bit of research because i kind of know shame on hogan fair it's not fair and just like we were talking today about you know i did my first master class my first like seminar this weekend and one of the girls said to me and i won't i'm not going to say but she said you know the first school because she goes to a different school now the first school i started at oh they didn't teach me chain wrestling like because he doesn't, he thinks it's boring. And I'm like, well, he should have given you his money back and he needs to close his doors. Like, why don't we have better, re- better regulations on who's teaching yes. the future stars because they're teaching them wrong. And then they have to go back and relearn or they're cutting their legs out from the underneath of them. And they're never going to get an opportunity because you taught them wrong out of the gate. We don't take care of our veterans. Like, especially when that's what the business, the foundation, the business has been built off of. And now you see them. Yes. You know, we're doing at 20 different jobs later at a mall, you yes. know, you're doing 20 eight- different jobs. You're out there selling your stuff, killing yourself, yeah. bringing the stuff. And it, there should be an organization like the players association for wrestling. For we sure. have a multi-billion dollar company. Yes. That is the monopoly. And now more than industry. one. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. And you know, since I went on board working with the CAC, um, you know, it's a great organization it helps. It gives back to, you know, the people in our community and in, in wrestling. And it's mm-hmm. just a small amount. It's just, you know, benevolent, yeah. benevolent, uh, you know, and et cetera. So, I mean, there needs to be more than that. And yeah. I, I understand putting people through people say, well, they got a drug rehab. I mean, it's great. There, yeah. it just a players association or a wrestling association would have been great. And shame on Hogan for doing that. I mean, and yeah. what what happens is is that there's this. 
It's going to take the key players that are on top, but they're getting paid so well, they can't say anything because they'll lose it. That right. it takes it'll take somebody with the balls to say something and stand together to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. And I would why I mean I would love to see somebody stand up with their platform, like you know, like Dwayne or John Cena, that have this ability to do this with their own people. Everyone that's listening here, whether you're in the live chat or you're watching on replay, in the description you can find Medusa's book. You can find all of her ways to follow her on her amazing journey. Medusa, we love you so much. Thank you for having me. And and listen, we didn't even touch on anything. We just, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm I'm the next guest next week. And um, I got skipped over about what I thought about the wrestler. We'll tune in on that on your show. Please. So I want to have each individual, as I was saying on my podcast, because we all share different stuff and we've experienced different things. and. There's so many questions I want to ask each individually and on, on a personal matter. And I mean, about, you know, life and work. And, you know, I want to hear your yes. guys' views yes. and on your generation, because I wasn't there behind the scenes. And, you know, the, you just hear things. So I don't, you can't believe everything you hear and you can't believe everything you see either. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, did I just see that? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> but so I think an individual, um, interview on on my podcast would be great too and we can spend more time and get in depth i'd love it but thank you for having me my husband cooked me dinner while we were doing this anyone that's watching just again at join the description downstairs it'll be right there all of her book information all of her social media is that right is that like right there make sure you're following podcast information amazing ventures yes Uh, lisa you take us out for our final cheers well i was gonna say I can't wait to see you at the Cauliflower Alley Club. I'm so excited, yes. so honored, and I love everything. You know. Are you going to sing for us? Um, I don't have my band with me. No, oh, oh, you know what? Oh, you can do sing. It. Do it. I, oh. I love. I love all of you too, and yes, thank you. I love you. We all love you. Love. But let my love Jim Ross inducted me in the Hall of Fame at CSE. So give my love to everybody there. I will. I will. I will. A lot of the glow girls will be there. So give them my yes. love. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Someday we'll get your ass there. Medusa, yes. we love you. Someday. We're wishing you continued success. You are the amazing, Thanks. the ultimate grown-ass woman, the ultimate boss babe. We love you. Wishing you <laughs> continued success. Cheers to you. Icon. Thank you. Mwah. Mwah. Thank you. Mwah. Cheers, guys. All right, I got one of my glasses. Oh, yeah, you can just get in that truck. If you liked this episode of Grown Ass Women, you can also find Gaw TV on YouTube to see the full show in video format. And if you'd like to be a member of Team Gaw, you can support us by joining patreon.com slash TV. Our members get special perks like early access to episodes, autographed merchandise, exclusive photo shoots, live video chats with us, and more. For official Gaw TV merchandise, social media links, and more info, go to gawtv.com. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the Gawcast on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you for tuning into the Gawcast, and we will see you next week.